all tea, no shade. L and J, what type of tea they serving? Is it Lipton? Probably the type that Kermit be sipping. Take your mouth and start the clicking. This dope trio delivering substance with subjects that's blessing. Uh, make you wanna join a discussion. Real people, real topics with a little bit of gossip. Out in the bay, ripping eight one trade. Uh, it's all tea, no shade. All tea, no shade. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to All Tea No Shade, where we are serving tea without the shade. Like we always motherfucking do. So pull up a seat and let's start the damn set Episode number two of season four. Ooh, we in here. We in here. We in here. L has made the trek again from Orlando. I we have, y'all. We, I'm faithful to it. We definitely appreciate that so that the All Tea No Shade can keep going. That is a fact. Yes. How you doing? Man, my week was doing pretty good. Let's get into it. Let me find this right clip, though. Let me find this right clip. So how's my week? My week has been pretty good. I cannot complain, actually. Uh, This is my first weekend off in the last 90 days. And so it has... Look at God. Let me tell y'all something. I haven't worked a weekend prior to this new job in the last eight years. Okay. So going back to working weekends was a struggle. Yeah. It was a struggle. And uh, it was just hard to get into a rhythm, like a rhythm of working out on certain days. And when you're used to Monday through Friday. Yeah, it's easier to make your schedule. It's easier because then Tuesday and Wednesday come off. Typically, that would be my my weekend. Yeah. And the weekends, I never worked out. But I felt like I needed... It was just too much. It was too much. So I definitely struggled working weekends. And uh, so I'm excited. To have the weekend off so I can just do my own shit. And nobody wants to go out on a Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah, because nobody. No, no, we're all grown at this point. So all of our friends are most, for the most part, are working Monday through Friday. And so it's difficult when you're trying to, like, when your days off are yeah. the days that everybody else is working. Yeah, it, it's, it's good for, like, running errands, though. 100%. It's great for running errands. I and do remember that. And <laughs> it's great for, like, making your appointments. You have doctor's appointments or whatnot. Most people, other than seniors, Aren't available to go during the week. Yeah, you, you don't know? have to like take off work early, so you're trying to get there around three or four, or you yeah. have to go into work late, so you're trying to get there at eight and nine. So if you can find somewhere like that one o'clock, eleven mm. o'clock special, you in there. Yeah. So you know, I didn't want to work weekends, but you know, as you know, last year I lost my my full time job. Yeah. And so um, when this job came open for me, you know, I interviewed and got hired. They was like, well, you know, can you work weekends? I was like, Ugh. I was like, but you can't say you know, right? Because you need a fucking job, exactly. You know what I mean? But you know, and she was like, well, ideally, this job is a Monday through Friday position, but we really need help on the weekends, getting organized and getting things more where it's supposed to be, right? And so you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, but I always knew in the back of my head I was going to be able to get back to Monday through Friday once everything was. Well, that, at least that's good. At least she yeah. like assured you a little bit that like even though you were coming in on Monday, like you're coming in on the weekend, you wouldn't stay on the weekend. Yeah, for sure. When's the last time you worked a weekend? Honestly, I worked weekends all the time. Well, now you do because you're your own practice, you have your own business. But yeah. prior prior to that, did you work weekends? I just think that as a lawyer, you always tend to end up working yeah. nonstop. <laughs> yeah. Especially my job before, you know, I was salaried. And salary yeah. mean, just means you're a slave. <laughs> so yeah. I was working, you know, most weekends, at least for a couple hours. I definitely work more now than I did then. But um, I think that's one of those positions that you probably almost always working like i always assume like lawyers yeah. doctors um 
nurse practitioners, yeah. um, engineers, and away. stuff like that. You're always going to be on call. Yeah. But anyway, how was your week? My week was real fun. So Why was it fun? I went to this place called Abstract Orlando maybe like a week and a half ago. Okay. I think I saw a picture you posted on Facebook. Yes. And it was a fluid art cast. Have you ever heard of fluid art? I have never heard of You would love it because you're such an artsy person. Like, I loved it. Yeah. So it's where they, like, dilute the paint with this thinner or something, and you actually pour, mm-hmm. and then you, you pour the paint on the canvas, and you use, like, a blower, a straw that you blow into, a hair, bl- a hair dryer to actually, like, make the paint do some fun stuff. <laughs> So it's abstract art, but it's yeah. a lot of fun. And messy, I'm sure. Well, it's so funny because the way they did it, uh, it was very contained. So like, take a table like this, they put plastic over it. When the canvas, they put the canvas up on like a little platform. So mm-hmm. when you pour, I think they got it down to a, a science now. Yeah. Because they knew exactly how much to like pour to minimize the, the overspillage. The ah, I yeah. gotcha. And then everybody wore a little, um, what do you call those? Jumper. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Aprons kind of thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. so we didn't get messy at all, which was fun. But we finally got the... They put resin on it afterwards, mm-hmm. so it's extra shiny and pretty. And you, think, you take the piece home right then that night, or no. you have to wait and pick it up? You, you have to wait a week. Ah, uh, gotcha. So we just picked it up, and it's so fire. <laughs> Where's the picture? You didn't bring a picture? Let me see the picture. For sure, hold on. And we'll, try to, we'll, we'll try to post. I'll try I'll, to get her a post. Yeah, I got to remind her to post this you shit. You know, I'm terrible, y'all. <laughs> her social media game is whack. My social media game is trash. <laughs> Not everyone can be Mr. Noetic. All right, so this is my final piece. Oh, that's dope. That's pretty. Yes. Wow. I mean, you can kind of hold it up to the camera and see. Uh, You can probably see it. But yeah, I mean that that's really, really pretty. Like I like that. And you get to pick your colors, your background, yeah. your everything, and you get this little hair dryer where you do all this like you push the paint around essentially and then they give you a straw where you have to blow, blow to like try blow. to yeah, oh, wow. so, so it's fun. It's definitely a fun experience. Okay. So. I wish wish Tampa had something like that. I'll you, probably go check it out. Yeah, if you're in the Orlando area, definitely hit up uh Abstract Orlando. Two prof- and they're on Groupon. We got it on Groupon. I'm a big Groupon person. I haven't used Groupon oh. in so long. Actually, yeah, it's a lie. That's a lie. I use the Groupon um, to move. I hired a moving company. Oh, me too. To, Every time to I move, move, I use Groupon to hire movers. That was my first time actually ever using a moving company in my entire life. But y'all, I'm getting old as fuck. It's worth it. And I was like, you know what? I'm not trying to carry. I don't carry this stuff no more. Right. And so I hired somebody else to do my it. It was, it was the my best neck. money. I mean, it ended up costing me a little bit more. It always does. With movers. But it was... It was so much peace of mind, so much worth it. And you know what's so funny? Because when you were young and you would say my neck, my back, it meant a whole different thing. <laughs> well, now that you older, you really talking about how much you, your neck and your back hurt. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what's up. I'm glad you had a good week. Glad, you, glad to have you here. Yeah. So Sippers, if you enjoyed the first three seasons, the first three seasons of All Tea, No Shade, hey. um, let us know. And you can do that by buying us a coffee, right? We yes. like to, We like to sip. So you can buy us a coffee. Absolutely. Um, we're growing and we're looking to expand. And so we can use a little bit of support. Um, go buy us a coffee at coffee.com forward slash all tea, no shade. So that's ko-fi.com forward slash all tea, no shade. You buy us a coffee, 
and we'll keep on sipping. Yes, thank you guys so much. We really would appreciate the support. All right, what we got next? Right. The worst game ever. Uh, you freaking love it. And right, today is your best day. Because it's by myself. So like always when he's solo dole, we're gonna give him a sixty second time down. Dang, sixty seconds though? the last few times you've been bodying them, so you haven't even needed it. That's true. Quite frankly. That's true. Um, I should like put it to thirty. Okay. (laughs) So you want me to lose, that's what we're saying. All right, so this um songstress. Okay. Rapper. Recently deactivated her Twitter account amid huge backlash over her latest release. Songstress rapper over her latest release deleted her Twitter account? She's always in the news, front and center, and she has a lot to say. Cardi B? Yeah. I think that was less than 60 seconds. I think that was definitely fine. was less than 60 seconds. So, so what, what did she say? Bel Calis, uh, aka Cardi B, <laughs> mm. recently released a doll, which actually looks kind of like crap, quite frankly. Like, who buying this? But um, apparently, she's every time she says anything or releases anything or mm. messages anything, her fans are doing the Rihanna, which is like, on her ass about a new release, on mm. her ass about like new music. I think she's pretty um I think she's been pretty good at releasing music, but oh, it's been a while. It's been a while since she had an album. But yeah, but she did up in that up right now, up if you up and you up and Don't you ask stuck. me because I like Cardi B but I don't follow her like yeah, that. Yeah, she's on know? the top oh, she's on the billboards right now with that up if you up did you okay so you know have you heard that song Mm-mm, let me please put it on right now because you i have to ask you a question let me go to work Sipas. it's a bonus Sipas. question you get a bonus point i get a bonus one okay this came out in 2021 okay wait for it i kind of like it Oh yeah. The beat is hot though. The beat is hot. So she deleted her. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've heard this song. Okay, I can get with it. I can get with it. The bonus question is: What is she talking about when she says, "When it's up, then it's up. If it's up, then it's up." Um, I'm assuming she's talking about her man's dick being up. That is what every rational and reasonable person believes. Mm-hmm. She recently came out in an interview and actually told us what the real meaning was, if which is up, she's is talking it? about constipation. When it's up and it's up and it won't come down, then it's stuck. Constipation. Yes. Why would she make a song She's about that? She's talking about you not being able to shit. Why would she talk about that? Like, I don't understand. She is trying to, I guess the, the illusion is that she's a shit or you're, I don't know. Mm. But she recently came out in the interview and I was so flabbergasted because I was like, I know you lying. Yeah, that's nasty. <laughs> I know you absolutely lying to me right now. Yeah, I don't like that. So yeah, so like she recently all. came out with a doll, and her fans are giving her a lot of backlash. So she, in the piss offedness, mm. decided to just cancel her Twitter account altogether. 
Uh, I mean, that's unfortunate, but when you're a celebrity, I'm sure. I mean, I get pissed off just reading comments and stuff you know. on, on my own personal. I'm not even famous, right. right? So I can only imagine seeing everything you do being scrutinized by the entire world, by your fans or But whatnot. I think to some degree, like when you get that level of fame, you also get that level of notoriety. You're also getting that level of money, right? Yeah. And so you, everybody knows at this point what fame comes with. Like, Absolutely. It is no, like we know, most layman people know that if you get famous, they're going to be all up in your business. People love to hate. So people are going to say negative things about you, even if they're not true. And so you know what you're signing up for. So I'm kind of over artists who are getting pissy about fame when this is yeah. what you were fighting tooth and nail. And here's another thing about it. You don't have to be active on social media. Yeah. Beyonce's not really active on social media. Absolutely not. I mean, everyone can't be motherfucking Beyonce. You know what I mean? Unless Beyonce is driving an Ivy Park, uh, dropping a new Ivy Park collection, sis, be quieted in the mud. Or you just don't give a damn about what people think. Yeah. There are artists out there who tweet tweet whatever they want, post whatever they want, and they don't care. Like, for example, Mr. Erica Badu don't care what you say. She's going to do her own thing. No, I actually seen Miss Erica Badu do a, a, a serious clap back. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's going to clap back. Oh, she's going to clap back. I think Erica, I think who do you think is the best clap backer? I got to say 50 Cent and Rihanna are my no, top two No, 50 is the biggest troll. 50 is the biggest troll. He's the biggest troll, but he also he's will clap troll. back too. But I think Erica is pretty good at it and... um. What's John Legend's wife? Oh, she's pretty Christy good too. Christy, yeah, she's pretty good she's too. Known for but Rihanna, clap. Rihanna's clapback is good clap too. Back, I think see. Rihanna started all the clapback shit. Cause it be, it just be so simple. It don't yeah. be no paragraph. It be like four words and just be like, "So you mad, huh?" Yeah. <laughs> all right, what we got next? All right, so this rapper, her real name is Diamante Harper. Mm. I don't help me at all. I know. Um, she has another food concoction. So she's been kind of on the interwebs talking about her, her food concoctions. Mm -hmm. So she splatters ranch dressing on her spaghetti. I know quite a few people that do that. Really? Yeah. That's disgusting. I know people who put their pizza, dip their pizza in ranch dressing. I, I've seen that, and I'm okay with that. Not my Isn't favorite. that very kind of similar? It's still carb, bread, pasta. Kind of, sort of. No, because one's bread mm. and one's pasta. And to me, those are very different different reactions, different I mean, they, feelings. They might taste different, but they hit the same. Okay, well, no. <laughs> In the belly. Mm-mm, no. So pasta? Yes. Who anyway, well, who is it? I don't know who that is. Um, She is dating a also a very famous rapper as well. May be connected to the, the artist we just, we just um, talked about. So we just talked about talk Cardi B, so If it's up, then it's up. That that's um, not in your head, don't it? I say how, how the the beat's catchy. The yes. beat's catchy. She always had catchy catchy beats. Um Chloe? No. Um She's a rapper. She has a song out with Mulatto right now. Um uh, she came from her. Her mother is a famous or semi-famous um, video vixen, which is hilarious. You can see her in some of like old Nelly's mm. old videos. I don't know this person. I'm sorry. Her name, Icy. Oh yeah, I never got that. No, her know. name isn't Icy. Icy oh. is the last clue. Oh, she's an icy girl. I don't know. She's a very icy girl. I am talking about Saweetie. Oh, yeah. I would have never got that. Saweetie has been on the news Never recently. would have got that. Apparently, she uses, like, the packet of sauce from the ramen and ports it on, like, her chips or something. She's mm. just 
really odd and bizarre. Um, but you were just talking about it. Uh, I don't know if it was last episode how you like used to ramen. do all the ramen noodles and did it up. I was like, who does that? Like, I don't. I've never. I mean, you season it up. You still use it, but you you use it in what it's meant yeah. to be. You just add some extra. You add I some never. Red I have, chili peppers. I, I have never added extra to my ramen. You noodles. are tripping. I added some hot dogs to that once. Add some man. garlic to it. Some mm. red chili peppers. People a got, bit people, of onion flakes. You know what? People have Boston. weird. Weird food taste all the time though. It's very okay. True. So I'm one one. So mm, not one one. So good. I'm okay. One for one. I'm one for one. All right. So this one you should know because it has been in the news all week. Okay. Okay. So I'll I'll let you do either one. This couple was on marriage boot camp, mm. um, and the rapper boyfriend was shown to be very aggressive physically with his girlfriend, who she's she isn't famous because of him, but she does come from. Um, her own little famous family and she recently came out and said that he put a gun to her head oh wow um, and that's a lot of the reason why she took so long for her to leave him mm. now this guy you probably know him better the rapper boyfriend who is it Bruce? who is it who is it tell me I can't believe it. I feel like this has been everywhere. He has been out since 2007 with his debut hit that peaked at number one on the Billboard. Okay. Hot 100, Chicago, Illinois. He's about 30 years old. Vic Vinza? His first name is DeAndre. DeAndre ain't his rapper name, though. It definitely isn't his rapper name. He's not Chance the Rapper. He's trying. To me, he still hasn't fully transitioned from his younger days. Like... When he was young and came out, but mm. he'd be trying. These some, we got some good ones today. I don't really know who this is. About in my defense, though, I have been trying to connect less on social media. He was in Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. He had his own movie based off of his own name. Um, oh no, he's from New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, he yeah, was in Marriage Boot Camp. I don't even watch that show, so I don't even know who who's on it. Who is if it? If you crank it, what are you? Soldier Boy. Hey, there we go. I was like, he better get this. <laughs> the Soldier Boy, huh? Yeah, so wow. Soldier Boy was in marriage boot camp with Nia Riley. And you could see in the clip that he was like, there was one moment where actually Waka Flocka had to come and rescue her. Wow. It was in the middle of the night and they were sleeping in different. She actually took like the comforter and slept on the floor while mm. he slept in the bed. And she just mm. did not want to be bothered by him. And she was on her phone and he just would not leave her alone. She was like, just leave me alone. And then he was, I guess, su- suspect about what she was texting or who she mm. was texting or what she was mm. doing on her phone. And like came up to her and was like grabbing her. And she was screaming, woke up the whole house. Like oh, wow. one, two o'clock in the morning. You see him like grabbing her by her leg and pulling her and her like trying to kick away and everything and eventually you see Waka I love Waka Flocka I don't know he just walks in he's like Nia come here but what's Soldier Boy gonna do to him because Waka's a big dude and it's so funny because as soon as you see Waka walk in the room Mm -hmm. Soldier Boy lets go as soon as he says Mm -hmm. Nia she he doesn't like doesn't stop her or anything like mm-hmm. he knows what's up so like shout out to Waka for stepping in um that's and protecting how it black be. women that's how it should be absolutely that's how it should be but, even if you don't even, but it's so weird it's great in that situation because it's a controlled environment yeah so it's cool to step in and do that in but society you don't know, you don't yeah. know. In society somebody you can turn shot. around and get shot like everyone 
should stand up. Every black man should stand up and protect black women when they see black women being abused or the potential of being abused. Right. But you gotta be so careful. You, you do. You really you gotta get be hurt. So. And he didn't. I, I will say, Flocka didn't address Soldier Boy. Well, he was like, "I'm just trying to go to sleep, man." Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And so he kept it. He kept it pretty lighthearted. But he definitely addressed Nia first and was just like, you know, he he didn't didn't come with aggression. So I think that definitely helped the situation. But he was a presence, and that's what's up. That's always nice. All right, what's your what's your what you're doing right now? What you looking like? I'm two for one. I'm All two right. for one. I, that was a struggle though. That last one was a struggle. I mean, hello. If you hadn't given me that soldier boy telling, I wouldn't have never got it. All right, so last one. All right, so this rapper get, recently did a tribute or pays a tribute to Nipsey Hussle mm. in his visual for Deep Reverence. Jay Z? No. So oh, is it an art? It's a rapper. It is a pretty fan, and that's like oh. it's a rapper you actually like. Ha ha ha! Jokes on you, J Cole. No, Travis He's Scott. Thirty-two. He's part of Rock Nation. Um, trap. Oh no. Um. He's from Detroit, Michigan. Not the oh, many of them. Uh, oh, uh, um, on, you know, you know. Oh my God! Yo, sixty seconds. Big Sean. Yeah. Big Sean. Big Sean. Big Sean. Big Sean. It's only a few artists from Detroit that Detroit blew up. Exactly. Yeah. So he recently did a visual tribute to Nipsey Hussle. I love that a lot of the artists are keeping Nipsey Hussle alive, thoughts alive, and keeping his memory going. And so I appreciate it. I just wish. This is never going to change, unfortunately. But I wish we would give people their flowers while they're still alive. I was alive. literally just thinking that exact you know, same thing. And like we Nipsey always Hustle do that. Is definitely more famous dead, dead than, than he was, he was alive. One hundred percent. Really sad, actually. Yeah, but it's not the case with all things that happen like that. Like think about all the people throughout history, the people that we glamorize now, right? Yeah. The authors and the writers who William Shakespeare. I guarantee you, William Shakespeare was not a big, blown up well famous person in his day yeah but here we are now he's one we consider him one of the greatest uh writers of all time for theatrical plays you know what i mean do you think that like because they died early and they had some level of fame like i think about that about Aaliyah a lot like Mm. i loved Aaliyah. i'm not gonna front or like say that i didn't but also sometimes i listen to people's tributes of her and i'm like y'all have her as like if she was whitney houston or mariah carey or if she was one of those and she most certainly wasn't when she you know her last time we saw her she was you know she was on the Maya route, essentially, like, fading out a little bit. She was still coming out with relevant music, but it wasn't... Uh, she was still young. She was doing movies. I think she had I think she had. the potential I think she would have transitioned. Bigger, so so don't bigger. you think... I think she would have transitioned into movies and become a better, a big actress. Yeah, I think so. But in terms of music, her music was just, dying uh, down a little bit. It wasn't, and like... popularity. It wasn't the greatest music. Her music wasn't, like... It's pop. Yeah. It was it was new hip hop because she was under Timbaland and yeah. Timbaland had his his own sound and it was growing it was different, um, but I do think she would have transitioned to be a better uh, actress. Yeah, but I do, also I say that and I watched Cream of the Damned and it was I thought it was good. It was I. It was I. All right, but so I always wonder about that. Yeah, the potential we see the potential in them and then we kind of go. But yeah, I do think we we may glamorize certain people a little higher. Because they die younger, you know. Yeah. But there are some artists that, and like I, I, I personally think that Tupac 
was the greatest hip hop artist of all time. I agree. And he died super young. But then you see when he died and how much music he left behind. He had so many songs and so many things that he wrote. No, I don't think any other, as far as I know, any other hip hop artist that was that had it doing it like that. He was productive when he was here. Okay, y'all, productive. Yeah. So. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into our. Main sip. Getting into the main sip. Main sip. Mm-hmm. Y'all know what time it is. Hey L. Do you, you know, know what time, time it is? I sort of do. Sippers, do you know what time it is? Time for the main sip. The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Time for the main sip. The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah, get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah, yes, 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 What are we doing today for the main? Oh man, we're gonna have a little bit of fun today, Mr. J. No. So. Y'all sippers, I went out and bought this for my own self. This game called Truth or mm. Drink. And so today, Ella and I are going to do a twisted version a of it. A modification of it. Okay. But we're not you drinking. Know, we, got, we both got long days today, sippers. Yes. Um, and I have to drive all the way back to Orlando, so I'm trying not to get... She's going to drink a little bit, but not on this. Yes, not on this. Not all on right. this. <laughs> so this game, bought the game on Amazon. I bought it for my own shenanigans in my own place. When I want to have some game nights. All right. And so we're not going to do, they have a, a few different Oh, cool. They rounds. have different ones. Yeah. And some of them are nasty. So we're not doing eh. those. We're not doing the nasty uh, ones. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I figure we would do the ones called On the Rocks, right. which says chill questions for mixed company with just enough of a bite to help you loosen up together. And I think we can do the... Happy hour ones. Okay. And we'll obviously what cards we choose if we don't want to answer if we think it's too uncomfortable. We just not gonna do those. All right. And so sippers, we want y'all to answer these questions as well. And the happy hour ones are only good times allowed with these feel good questions for you and your drinking buddies. Yeah. So that's what we're gonna do. I like this. I yeah. need to get myself a little copy of this. Yeah, like I said, I bought it on Amazon um, with the intentions of having a good time. I miss having a little few people over game night. Obviously, the world is different with COVID-19, so I haven't done it in a while. And so I'm looking forward to, to doing that. All right, so every question we're going to answer, we're going to answer it. We, we typically answer pretty truthfully Yeah. Um, in general. So I'll go first. All right. And these questions have an A and B. Um... If A, I'll give you, you can answer either A or B. Okay. A is, if you could instantly gain any skill, what would it be? Or B, out of all of us, so that, we got to do A, because B is more like a group question. Okay. All right, so if you could instantly gain any skill, what would it be? I would like to learn how to count cards so I could make a killing in Vegas. That'd be so fucking hard, though, to like <laughs> count cards. Do people even actually still do that? I guess I they do. I think so. I think so. Um, I, I mean, just, you can I make a lot watched, of money. I just watched a movie about it. And That's why it's on your mind. Illegal, right? Oh, absolutely, it's legal. But, uh, well, if you get if you get caught, the casino policy. Well, it's not illegal. It's against yeah. casino policy, and if you get caught, you get banned from all all casinos that Listen, typically I are there in Vegas. Win a little. Oh, it takes just one win, win, right? One big win. One big win. One big win. All right. All right. For your question is, tell us about your last breakup. Talk. Mm. Who said what? Anything you wish you said? That's A. Mm. Or B. What's the weirdest way you've ever earned money? How much did you get? 
Um, I think I'm okay answering both of these, but I'll answer A. Okay. Um, what was the question? But Tell us about your last breakup talk. Who said what? Anything you wish you'd said? Um, well, obviously I've been single for quite a, quite some time at this point. It's been over four years for me. Um, and the la- and the breakup at at that point, I had already said a lot of things in person that I was trying to fix the relationship. Right. And I sat down and I listened to what she was saying. And basically, after I said all my 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 concerns and issues with what I see going on, she just pointed the finger at me. Yeah. And so right in, right in front of us, oh, I see what the problem is then. In your opinion, the problem is me. Right. Right. I'm the fucking problem. Yeah. So I said, so given that and seeing that, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go because I feel some kind of way about this. And like, did she give you at least like clearly she thought you were the problem, but did she explain why she thought you were the problem? Uh, she said she felt like I didn't want to be part of her family. Um, however, she had she was super protective of her son. Right. Her son right. Um, was on the spectrum of um, autism. Mm-hmm. Super smart, young, young boy. Um, however, I didn't feel like she. Um, created that was, space was strict for you. En- strict enough on him and she didn't create a space for me to step in and to 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 step into that role right and when I did try to step into that role she was super protective about about it so then that caused me to, to not want to be to in not want to be in that role and so wait for waiting for her to kind of show me what she expects from me and she never did and so I said okay well you know I can own that I could have did a better better job mm. for sure you know and so when I got up and left out of her house, I had to, I had, I didn't break up her break up with her in that moment, but I knew in that day when that was I was done. done. Yeah. I was done. When I walked out of the door, I was done. Yeah. And so a few, maybe a week later, I, I called her. And I said, "Look, I, I got we got to break up. I can't do this anymore." Yeah. And so that was that. And so yeah. Cool. You well, know, it's, just, it's just, it is what it is. Breakups you know? are so hard because when you first start, there's so much love and so much potential and so much care. You know, the, the connection's always right and live. Yeah. And then something, life gets in the way, like compatibility gets in the way. Life happens, things change. And, I, you know, she also felt like I didn't let her in completely. And this was, again, this was four years ago and we all grow. Right. You should be growing. Hopefully, you're growing from your breakup to your next relationship. Right. Do you think you let her in? I don't think I let her in enough when it came to when I was struggling with certain things. Right. Like for most men, when our money is funny or whatnot, Absolutely. we just because of societal pressures or whatever, we don't we don't know how we're not going to communicate. That. We're not going to talk about it. This is like, look, I'm dealing with some shit. In our minds, we've already figured out the solution. And I just need you to be be there for me, right. in whatever capacity it is. Now that's not fair because really the more healthy way to do it is say, "Listen, this is what's up. Here's exactly. here's my situation. Like yeah. this is what my plan is." Instead of just her kind of being like trying to guesstimate what's going on, or even if she's probably didn't know there was financial issues, you know. And yeah, and, and I was at a point where um, I told her, you know, certain things that were going on, and what I need to from from her and I was very vocal about this what I need from you is that when I come over to your place I'm coming over here four days a week and whatnot. when I, when you open the door greet me with a hug yeah don't just open the door and walk away greet me with a hug that's and then- so awkward I think it's so awkward every time you say it I'm just like I mean like I'm your man yes. like greet me like you're happy to see me and she has stopped doing that for the most part and then 
When I literally on the, don't even yeah. like if I see my parents, I hug them. Everybody, like my friends, like yeah. when you first see the person who you is coming to see you or whatever the case is, it's so natural to hug them. Yeah. I would expect more. I expect a kiss from my something, man. Something for sure. Some so just lips, be baby. when someone says be his peace or be her peace. A lot of times they just need you to be next to them, like because they're gonna get through it. And right. they, what they don't want is the extra stress. Yeah, they're stressed over. out already. Yeah. All right. Let's see. That's just a simple request. You think she got? She regrets that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I never talked to her. She never wanted to talk about anything. If there was no barriers to entry, what job do you think you'd be amazing at? Hmm. Let's be real, because there are barriers out here, especially for women, especially for women of color. So if there was no barriers to to entry, what That's job do you question. think you'd be? What author's body of work do you wish you were actually responsible for? Like, what do you wish you actually were the one that wrote? Uh, that I actually wrote. Super. Hmm. Answer these questions as well. What? Body of work from an author that you wish you res- you were responsible for. Okay, don't judge me. Oh, we gonna judge. <laughs> we gonna judge. But you know, I be on this Audible kick real, real lot, and so I have a couple of absolute favorites mm. that I love. But I, ha- I would have to say J.K. Rowling. Like I know you were gonna choose. She's that. literally a billionaire, and I mean, what she did in Harry Potter. I mean, a lot of people have seen the movies and have read the books. And when I tell you it's a disservice because the books are infinitely better than the movies. Like the movies, especially now, the movies haven't aged well. They look, yeah, they've, they they've, old. Yeah, they haven't aged well. All the CGI, we, we've gotten so advanced in what we can do now and how realistic things can look. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. you look back at these Harry Potter movies and you're like, this is crap. Now, mind you, when it was first released, it was amazing. Nothing we've ever seen before. But, but the they, books are still amazing, though. Yeah, the but books the movies haven't amazing. aged well. But the books, I mean, oh, the books, she she did that. She did that. Yeah, I, I, just, I knew you were going to, I felt like you were going to choose either the Harry Potter mm-hmm. or the Lord of the Rings. No, I actually don't like the books of the Lord of the Rings. Really? I had a really hard time following them because he had to set up, he set so much of the world up, mm-hmm. but he did it in a, he did it so much up front that like by the time you get through it, you're bored, you're done, you're kind of tired of it. Gotcha. So you had to push through really That's hard. That's some big ass books too. Those some thick ass books. Yeah. Harry Potter was easy that because- That book has some ass on it. It has my ass on it. All right. Either one. Either one. Okay. Ooh. What dish do you slay in the kitchen every time you make it? None. The answer is none. (laughs) But, but if I had to say which one do I do best at? You can't cook at all? I can cook. I I guess I've never seen you cook. I can cook. Okay. I can cook like fish. Okay. Right. And so I don't really do like these fancy dishes. And you know, you can cook your ass off. I, I can't. I can't cook. But I feel like I can cook enough. I want to have one person over. Like I'm have have her, a woman over. Yeah. I can cook some fish, some salmon, some cod loin, stuff like that. It's pretty yeah. simple. We'd put some flavor on it and call it a day. It's hard to mess it up with some vegetables. And, yeah. You know what I mean? Some salad. I can do that. But I don't have a dish. Like I think I'm pretty good with like. Lasagna. That's probably about it. Okay, lasagna is a good one too. It's yeah. a little bit of labor of love in terms of of, of putting everything together, yeah. but it's relatively easy. Relatively easy. You really can't mess it up unless you burn it. You know what I mean? Just I know that about chicken alfredo too, but made with the alfredo made from scratch. Yeah. So, 
So ladies, sippers, if you are looking at this video and thinking, man, I bet Jay is just a complete man and can cook in the kitchen. No. <laughs> let that fantasy go. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. All right, let's see. This is kind of... All right. Describe the dream vacation you haven't gotten to take. Then tell me how you can make it happen in five years or less. That's a good question, sippers, for yourself as well. Describe the dream vacation you haven't gotten to take. And then tell me how you can make it happen in five years or less. So the dream vacation that I want to... Well, I take dream vacations regularly, quite frankly. Yeah. But the dream vacation that I want to take that's not on my list already is Thailand. Mm. I I want to go to fuck it <laughs> or puck it. Puck it. Yeah. I'm going to say fuck it. Um, I, I, Phuket. 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 But I like to say fuck it. <laughs> um... Everybody who I've known has gone, literally comes back and is just like, they just say how amazing it is, how great it is. I love Thai food. So, mm, I love some Thai and, and food. I, from what I've seen, every time I've encountered Thai people, they're kind and nice and good people. So I feel like I'd have a blast there. But it is literally across like the other yes, side of the world it's a very flight. long flight long flight and so my plans to go there always had to be like i needed to be there for a very long time to make make that flight worth it how long is the flight i'm trying to look it up right now Let's i'm see. not sure uh i know china was 14 hours i forgot you went to china mm-hmm. how long does, does it take to but get i feel like thailand was thailand. was further uh, 25 hours 25 hours 25 hours a whole day 25 hours the most popular route is from los angeles to bangkok 25 that, that is, is a, a long ass day you cannot do that on spirit yes you cannot do, <laughs> you, you do not want to do that on spirit and so um, i love spirit i'm not you know i I like Spirit's spirit for cheap, like domestic flights. Domestic flights. Three hours and less, I feel like you can do Spirit on. Absolutely. You can thug it out on Spirit if it's, yeah. if it's domestic. But that, you definitely need to be on a bigger carrier, mm. like a Delta or something. Um, and the way to do it in the next five years, honestly, it's just planning. Like my job now, obviously being my own boss versus working for someone else, I have a lot more flexibility with my time because that was really the, the biggest issue why I've not been in Thailand. This is like, I honestly want to go for like a month. <laughs> you know, yeah. I want to spend some time there to make it worth it i mean and so um i think i can do it in the next five years five years quite frankly if god is willing that so that would be a dope trip all right all right to a question a how yeah. long did it take you to get over your last ex what is up with all these ex questions on here know. right now like what did you do to get over it are you actually over it or b if i killed somebody would you help me cover it up <laughs> I'm gonna answer both of those. Okay. <laughs> the answer to question B is no. Rude. <laughs> I'm gonna get you a new lawyer. I'm gonna have a, I'm, <laughs> we need a lawyer. Mm, okay, I am not gonna be complicit. Okay, listen. Any, don't put your own life mm-mm, at risk. Mm-mm, I am not ride or die. Not for my co-host. Not for my woman. Right. We go. Look, I'm sorry you made that mistake. Yeah, right. Right. It was a self defense. It was a, if, it, if it was self defense, you know. We gonna call the cops. We gonna call it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not, I can't do no jail time. I can't do it. I can't do it. Agreed. Um, and a a was how long did it take me to get over my ex? I will say about a year. Okay, that's about natural. a year. 
Because when I do get in, in relationships, I really do try to give it like a hundred and ten percent. Like I'm not like a half foot, half foot in, half, half foot, foot out kind of guy. Yeah. And so um, it took me a while to, which is why I didn't date for a year after the breakup. I really didn't go out at all. I think I actually, actually, I did try. I think at the six month mark, I started to test the waters yeah. and see, and I realized that I wasn't ready. Yeah. So then I pulled back. And for me, it wasn't that like I wasn't that that I wanted to be back with my ex. It was just I still had like I was still check like her it's Instagram like, account. Like gun shy and stuff. too. Like you just gave your you were just vulnerable. You gave yourself up to someone, and it yeah. didn't work out right. There's almost like that that shyness of like reengaging and letting yourself be vulnerable again, mm, right? Yeah, for sure. All right, let's pull from on the rocks for me for the four L. <laughs> do you think this is a question A? Do okay. you think you are more or less attractive than okay. the average person? Okay. Why or B? What's an offense you've committed that could get you? Oh Lord, we're gonna leave, we're gonna leave that one alone. Okay, we're gonna leave that one alone. You ain't gonna answer it anyway. Unless you want to answer A. Do I think I'm? I think I'm. I mean, I think that's one of those hard questions where, yeah, I think I'm really attractive. So, <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that bad to say? I guess. No. Why would you? I mean, but, you wouldn't want to say that you're not. Yeah, you don't want to think that you're ugly. But I also believe that the beauty's in the eye of the beholder. That's so true. I also get like if people don't think I'm cute, but I think I'm hella cute. Thank you very much. Well, that's, that's true. That's true. All right. <clears throat> Let me give you a happy hour question. Mm, I like happy hours. Okay. Question A is, what board game are you positive you could destroy us all at? <laughs> B, what's something I'm self-conscious about that you think I should stop stressing out over? I couldn't answer the second one because I don't really know anything that you're self-conscious about. So I'm I guess... A, I'm a hot mess with it. <laughs> so, so I will have to say question A. Um, board game you could destroy us all. Man, I'm actually not very good at board games. <laughs> And I don't play. I play more card games than I do board games. True. Uh, so you're good at um, what do you call black cards? Black, black card, card revoked. revoked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm good at black card revoked. I'm good at like, um, what's the guessing game where you gotta like um, categories? Not category. You got the little salt thing timer. Yes. Um, um, catch a phrase. I can't think. But I'm pretty good at that. I know what you're talking about, though. But board games, I probably might. I'm, I don't think I can probably crush anyone at any board game. Mm-hmm. On the top of my head, I would say Monopoly. Monopoly is so, such a chance type game. Anyway, it isn't my family. Listen, we don't play Monopoly. Mm. In my family, no more. Is that too serious? People don't know how to act. People are doing side, literally contracts, like side hustles, side agreements. People stealing from the bank. All right, here's a good one. Uh, Question A, what positive impact do you think you have on other people? Mm-hmm. Or B, what would you entrust me with above anyone else? A, what positive impact okay. do you think you have on other people? Or B, what would you entrust me with above anyone else? Well, I'm going to say the first one because I just know the obvious answer for that. So I was a director for a dance group for a little while, for about two years or so. Mm-hmm. 
And so I know that I was able to instill a lot of confidence and reassure a lot of like the girls that I was with. You know, they call me their dance mom still. The dance mom. Um, <laughs> my dance babies. And so I, I definitely know that I know how to install instill confidence in someone about their own selves and about their own abilities. Are you gonna uh, get back into dancing or teaching dancing again? I know you're not doing it in Orlando right now, but yeah, I'm not teaching, but I am. I have ta- I am taking classes again, which is nice. It's always good to be a student. I mean, I know you're taking classes, but once the world opens back up per se, are you going to look into teaching in Orlando? I don't know. I don't think so. Honestly, you know, you when you first start, you're like, oh my God, this is so much fun. But I don't think you, if you're an empath, I don't think you get how um, much work that is for you in an emotionally perspective. You know, yeah. people are reaching out to you a lot for you because you're an authority for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, you know, it does require you to do a lot of reassurance. It does require you to install a lot of confidence. It does require lots of pep talks and lots of like understanding people and what they need and how they react to certain type of um, scrutiny. Like, you know, some people you need to give them tough love and some people you need to have a soft hand and you have to know which one it is and so i need a soft hand me too right so (laughs) so it just like depends and so it it took a lot more emotionally than i thought that it would yeah and so i honestly was exhausted yeah i mean you're dealing with personalities and you're trying to get someone to overcome a struggle in a movement right so many fears so, so much fear is in dance especially when you're just starting and you're learning there's a lot of fear there so. I'll be wanting to um, you know I'll be trying to do these TikTok videos I'm like man I want to create like a dance for myself but I'm like man I'm struggling I can't do it but it's all in my mind yeah you know I just need to practice at it and have you seen this grandma there's a grandma on TikTok like legitimately a grandma and she does all the new TikTok dances oh I haven't seen and it. she kills it she's oh, yeah. like a, a heavier set woman yeah older obviously and she gives me such inspiration because I'm just like she just shows you it doesn't matter your age it doesn't matter your size it just matters your effort okay hey I'm with it I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get one of these videos out I'm gonna all right, what's we got? Okay. How would childhood you describe you now? Would that kid mm. like you? That's question A. And question mm. B is, if we were dying of thirst, how would we ration the last bottle of water between us? Well, question B is too complicated yes. to, even, <laughs> to even think about. Uh, like so, how long are we going to be thirsty for? Yeah, how long are we dying for? Yeah, I don't even know how to ration anything. I've always said, like, I learned pretty quickly when that hurricane hit us years ago that I was not zombie ready, zombie apocalypse ready. I eat all my hurricane snacks before the hurricane hit. I was like, bro, I would. Almost every time. (laughs) I ain't going to say I'm going to die within 24 hours, but it's going to be a struggle to get through. It's definitely. Uh, So so what would a young person, young kid me, huh? Yes, how would childhood you describe you now, and would that kid like you? I think so, but I think everybody fucking likes me, though. Like. You're pretty um, easy to like. I... Toot I probably don't think that the childhood me could envision the man that I am today. Right. Just because when you were a child, you have these grand envisions of what you're going to be doing. And uh, you have, like, the American dream, right? Yeah. Married, a picket fence, and kids. And so here I am at 40, not married. You don't have a picket fence. But... No children. No children. At least none that I don't know about. Hey. Um, but I enjoy my life. Yeah. Like I have, I feel like I have a very good uh, freedom 
in my mind. I'm very spiritual. I I'm happy. I think they were like I'm a I'm a people person. So I don't yeah. think my all my nephews like me. Right. You know, I've never really met a person that doesn't like me. If they don't like me, it's because either they don't know you, they don't know me, mm. or because I haven't let them in my circle and they want to be in my circle. But I probably haven't let them in my circle because something's going on with their energy. Red flags. Yeah. Right. So. You want to do happy hour or you want to do uh, on the rocks? I don't care. All right. So, question is, if you could plan, this is question B. If you could plan the perfect night with all your friends, what would it entail? Or question A, what is something you love about me that other people don't understand at all? If I could answer both. So, if I could plan a night with all my friends, we would all rent like an Airbnb with a heated pool, mm. and everybody would bring their favorite dish and their favorite liquor, and we would just do board games and relax and chill and just have a good time. Yeah, it would be pre-COVID. <laughs> yeah, that's some of my best my best memories as, as an adult. It's just not even being out with partying. It's like just being in a uh, someone's space yeah with my friends relaxing it's never you know, in the club it's yeah. never that because there's always like there's a, there's never when you're out you're gonna obviously carry yourself like you're out yeah. so you're never gonna be quite as comfortable like for me I'm never gonna get sloppy drunk I'm not gonna say never but mm. I haven't for a very long time gotten sloppy drunk in public and you know, got myself like just relaxed. Like I'm in public, I realize I need to carry myself in a, in accordance. You yeah, know, and yeah, so yeah. it's not like unless I'm at a house party or something like that where I really can like let loose and have fun. And then um, something that you do that I think people don't appreciate enough is that you are okay with who you are. Hundred percent. And it's so weird to me, especially like. Hyper masculinity days, toxic masculinity days, where people are so afraid to like literally just be themselves because there are these weird societal standards that men have to uh, apparently abide by. Like, and they're stupid. Yeah. Like, one was like, "Oh, he he sm- somebody smiles too much, um, and so they have to be gay." And I was like, "How does being happy <laughs> like <laughs> correlate being to being gay?" gay? Yeah. Or you know, and but then I think it's funny because there are actual men that like listen to that. And actually, like, temper their joy yeah. because of what society's standards are. Yeah. And so, for me, I think the best thing about you is that you are authentically yourself. You know, you are okay with being who you are. And you don't make any apologies for it. No, it took a long time to get there. Yeah. And, I've, as you know, I've lost friendships over yes. this because of what other people have. But I've heard people say about me because of, of who I am and how I am. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? I don't even care. It's just like we are, it's so weird because I feel like we are at such a toxic masculinity point where you, like people, like men, really, you guys are on a short leash, apparently. Y'all can't do a lot of things if without be considering like that you're either weak or that you're gay or that you are suspect or that you're- You can't you're, travel together with your homies out of the country because you're gay. You can't take a selfies because you're, you're gay. Mm-hmm. You can't dress, um, you can't well, take care of, tear it with clothes you well wear without being gay uh, it's a, you can't hug another man right your brother absolutely your not. homie your best friend your family without being gay it's just you can't kiss your young son on the cheek right or the lips because it's because it's gay it's so you bizarre know, to me like the society standards for men and i just like i i could not be a guy i'm it, for, i just could not i mean that's not let's be real that way more stereotypes for 
double standards for women. Way for more sure. double standards, but, but women still, definitely yeah, have the when it comes freedom. to uh, being emotional or being yeah. authentically who they are. Women definitely have a little bit more room. Yeah, and black men have even less wiggle room Absolutely than less. men in general, <laughs> at least in my opinion, anyway. Agreed. Next question. Okay, what's something this is good. What's something you've always done and only realized as an adult that it was weird? <laughs> That's hmm. A. Okay. Or B, what would you never ever want my help with? <laughs> <laughs> I know the answer to that one. <laughs> Do you? Yes. <laughs> um So A, what is something that I always done and as an adult I realized it was weird? Mm-hmm. Um I always leave cabinets open. Yeah. Like cabinet doors. So in my new place, I've been like, I had to like really focus on leaving, closing doors behind me. I had to double check. Like, <laughs> so I had to really go out of my way to like close them because I will open a, cla- a door, a cabinet door, go do some notes. The next thing I know, I have all my cabinet doors open. I've always done that. And so that's probably. Ooh, your mama, you probably used to work your mama nerves. Probably, honey. probably so. And I would say that. And the second thing I would say, I used to love the smell of gasoline. Yeah, a lot of people do station, though. I think it's know? one or the other. People yeah. either don't or they do. Like uh, I don't. Yeah, but I don't really care. So I don't really like it that much anymore. Um, and what is something that <laughs> I would never want your help with? Uh, I know the answer to what matchmaking. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yes, I'm a terrible matchmaker. Yeah, so but whatever. Never again. <laughs> I just, but I think. I think personally that women in general are bad matchmakers for men because we men have different. Yeah. Like I look at, for me, like I'll be looking at personality. Mm. I'm like, who can mm. I pick that? I feel like from a personality perspective, because mm. the, the thing about it is if you're attracted to them, when you meet, then I know you'll be Gucci. Like, so then yeah. it's like, if I get the right personality for you, then if you are physically attracted to them, then it's a forever match, you know? But, but most men don't leave with that. Yes, like most, most men, men it's the physical attraction first, then the personality and the energy or whatnot. And I think most women mm-hmm. do the same thing that you do. Yeah. They leave, oh, she had the dope personality, have similar things of interest. Yeah. I've had so many people say, hey, I got the perfect woman for you. I'm like, okay, send me a picture. Because I'm not doing blind, blind dates no more. Ooh. And there's never the really the type of the person that I that, you want. that I want. Where men when when a homie says, Yo, I got somebody I'm gonna try to hook you up with, it's always the physical for we don't know shit about a personality. Right. She can be a complete she can be a, terrible person. A terrible. But terrible the, but person. But the ass is fat. But the ass is fat and the titties look good and the thighs look good and she got a pretty face. He gonna at least go into it. Okay. I can at least sit down with it and have a good you know what I mean? Right. So all right, uh, is it your turn to answer a question? You just answered a question. Okay, yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> I don't like that one. <laughs> uh, what movie or TV quote hits a little too close to home? That's A. Okay. Or B, would you give me one of your kidneys? <laughs> Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. How does that hit close? Uh, that's true. You never know. You, you never know. That's true. Ever know That's a classic. That's a classic. That's a classic movie. It's a classic line. for yeah. a reason. Yeah. Because life is like a box life of chocolate. Like a box of chocolate. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
all, and it's just true. Like, you have no clue about what life's going to drop on your doorstep. The only thing you have control over is how you respond to it, essentially. 100%. 100%. And then I know I will not give you my kidney. You would not give me. I would give you one of my kidneys. No. If you absolutely needed it, if you absolutely but do needed it, people ever need that? Yes, people have kidney failure they all have the time. Dialysis. You know how horrible dialysis is? No, I'm not really. It I is don't. horrible. <laughs> horrible. You go like once a month. Then no, how it's, bad is that? No, it's horrible. You do not want to do dialysis, but I, but if you have to be a match, obviously. But if you I came mean, to me and you was like Jay. I'm dying. I'm dying. I need, my I, need, I need a kidney. And you can live without one of your kidneys. Can you see if you're a match? If I, if I was a match, like, yes. I would do it. I'd rather see you alive than dead. Agreed. Agreed. But I always feel like you could live without your kidneys being operational. Dialysis is the worst maybe thing to, ever. You do I not to, want to be on dialysis. I need to know this better because I really, I was just thought dialysis was the solution. No. So many people, that's it. That's a lifeline. Is it like a temporary solution then? Like I thought it was like the heart pace monitor. Like once you get one in a pace mm-hmm. monitor, you're you're good essentially, it's, right? It's basically taking your blood out. It's a, it's not it's not worth it. It's not it's not. It's not good. Yeah. Not a good reaction. Not great. I should do a couple more. Okay. Then we move on. Sippery, so you saw that, right? She ain't giving me no kidneys. <laughs> I need to look into that clearly because my, my my thought of what kidneys and dialysis is are clearly wrong. All right. Um, A, what's the title of your autobiography? Hmm. And B, what's your favorite memory of our relationship? Uh, so A, I honestly feel like my autobiography, I kind of wrote my very first book was my autobiography. Yeah. Obviously, it was only up to a certain point. Right. Because I have, I'm still living. Um, <laughs> this is a ghost. No. Keep living, y'all. I like uh, the I, w- I would say that. So the name of my first book is the Unbelievable Truth, and the reason I say is my that's my autobiography because I feel like I, I put so much about my life into that book. Yeah. Like most of the things that I really was struggling with as a human, I talked about what I was doing at that moment, how I came out of the struggle, and. Um, so I would say that's that is probably the autobiography of my of my life so far up to this point. Um, what was the question B? What's your favorite memory of our relationship? Hmm, favorite memory of our relationship. Um, We've been in it for a little minute now, y'all. Hmm, man, I don't know. I mean, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to choose anything around the podcast. So I would say. I would, I would probably say the, the even though it's podcast related, it was when we um, were on was on stage for oh. uh, for Touching the Knee. Yeah, and like that was Shout our first. Yeah, that was our first um, opportunity hosting. of hosting and being in front of people. And like before we went on there, we were like in the back corner of the of the theater, like yes. practicing. And rehearsing, uh-huh. and like I was nervous, she was nervous too, but she didn't want to act like was. she was nervous. And I she never was more nervous though, which is hilarious. Yeah. I thought I thought I would be the the nervous one, and you'd be cool. Yeah, but, but that was but that was good. That was a good memory. That was so much fun. Uh, I had a good time. Um, I would say this, you know, it's probably the I can say it's the longest relationship I've had in a while. But you know, for a long time, you for a while, for like at least a year. I saw you like every week. Literally. Every week. Every week. You know? 
Yeah. Only to recently did we, you know, change our recording um, pattern. Um, so yeah, I guess that would be. I, don't know. I have to say, I'm gonna give you mine, even though it was my question. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. But Jay used to have these back in your old place in St. Clair Water, or was it St. Clair Water? You used to have these game nights, mm. and we, they were just. Oh, I can't tell you which one, but yeah, I would we just. Had some good we game would nights. just always be so much fun, and I would just. And Jay's always a hot fool, you yeah, know. We had some, some good games. And nights. so we would all have like a like everybody be around, everybody be chilling. We'd all be drinking, we'd be eating. It, life was good, and we would have. It would be so much fun. Yeah, I would definitely tell people if you're trying to find a tribe yeah. to find some, to feel not so isolated from the world. Do game nights, even yeah. if it's just four or five people. Really? Just bring them over, have a good time, let loose. It's a good time. It's a good time. All right, last one for All me right. and then one more for you. Um, what's the most considerate present you've ever received or given? You okay. Should, you can choose either the one you received or one that you, that you gave somebody. The most considerate present that I have received was recent. For Valentine's Day, my Mizan got me microblading. And if you do not know me um, and haven't seen me without makeup on, I have like zero eyebrows. <laughs> I am not blessed on the eyebrow department. Like people complain about having bushy eyebrows or unibrows and I am jealous because I literally am working with very bare minimum here. And my mom, essentially, she, we have the same, obviously, eyebrow hair. And so she's older and all her eyebrows are gone. Cause you know, mm. your eyebrow hair thins as well. Same mm. as the top of your hair. So she has no eyebrows whatsoever. I was like, that is my fate. <laughs> no <laughs> eyebrows. So no, no eyebrows. And so he got me microblading and I freaking love her. Why do so you love much. it? I used to always tell, I tell him all the time that I want his eyebrows. He has big old bushy eyebrows. I'm like, give them to me. Women always say that about men's eyebrows. Uh, first of all, it's men's eyebrows and men's um, eyelashes are just stupid. 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 <laughs> right? And so he surprised me with the microblading and I always heard about it and kind of was like, I was like, mm, I don't know. And then I did it and I was like, I, what, what was I waiting for? This is mm. absolutely my favorite. So, yeah. You can also, you know, they got tattoos these days. You can tattoo eyebrows on. I know, but they don't look as so good. So when your eyebrows finally do go they away, don't look as you good. can tattoo them on. My mom has tattooed eyebrows, and I, you can tell they're tattooed eyebrows. Can you? Um, but the microblading, you can't. It's, yeah. it's harder to tell. Gotcha. I don't even know microblading. Look at my eyebrows It's like now. a string, right? They do it with a string? No, that's... Oh. It's literally a temporary or, or like a semi-tattoo, essentially. <laughs> so it'll last... It'll fade, but it'll last essentially this okay. strong for six months. But they take a, like a, a little needle and they individually draw like little um, hairlines. Yes. Uh, and like so my lady she was like I can numb you and if I numb you obviously it would be much more comfortable but the micro blading is less effective so you have to pick mm, your battle mm, and so for me I'm like thug life thug life thug life I, I assume if you can do tattoos you can probably do micro blading it's so weird because it's on your face yeah so mm. I wait it, it was a different kind of pain than like I have tattoos a couple of tattoos a few tattoos but <laughs> But it was definitely more painful than those. All right, Sipper. So that is just a small, small portion of truth or drink. Obviously, we didn't do the drinking part. So what happens if someone decides not to answer or they decide not to tell the, tell the truth? They got to drink. Ooh. And this is just... We did the... And we did the, the we PG did, ones. We did the PG ones. 
Just to give y'all yeah, an example. Yeah, so I was like, can we look Just at some of the naughtier ones? What's give you an example of the extra, the extra, di- the extra dirty. The last call, I feel like, will start so many arguments. I would read know some of those calls. Do not play these questions unless it's very late and you've got nothing left to lose. That's what last call says. So, example of the extra dirty. What's the sex skill you're most proud of? Oh. Right? I got one. <laughs> uh, like, what do you think? Who do you think has had more sexual partners? Ooh. You or me? Y'all fight. You know what I mean? So, these questions... Like, it's going to be, I think it's a good conversation starter for one, but it's also like, I'm not answering that. Okay, the motherfucker, you need a drink. Okay. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And last call, there's name one thing I do that disgusts you. How have I disappointed you? See, that would be so, I'd be like, damn, I don't know if I Have you that. ever hurt someone on purpose? Have I often struck you as immature or unable to take care of myself? Right. If someone says yes and you've been drinking, we fighting. We fighting. So I don't know if I would ever do last call. Last call, I feel like, is what you would play with your boys. Like, I would play yeah, last yeah, call yeah, yeah. with my girls and my girls alone. I would not play this in a random people. Yeah. Like, especially not with my man. <laughs> like, yeah, not, not so at all. All right. That's fun. I like it. I like it too. I just think, I think in a day and age where um, we are kind of coming back around to having a normal life, it's good to have games that you can stimulate conversation and get people thinking. Get to know each other better. Yeah. Because it's all about, again, building your tribe. All right. So we are moving into Who Am I? No. No, what are moving into? I'm doing what you did. I was like, it was wrong one. Um, in, advice intro, right? Yes, we're moving into unsolicited. Unsolicited advice. advice. Well, let me give you a little advice. What? That. <laughs> All right, what kind of advice we got this week, L? Okay. All right, this first one's coming from Nisa. What up, Nisa? She goes... Hey, y'all. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey. I need your advice. I am married to a guy. My gut feeling's telling me that he is still in contact with his ex. Hmm. I want to know it. Every time I open this discussion, he's getting furious like he does not open up like a mature person. The whole stuff just bothers me. I have the contact of the ex. I love this guy a lot. My question to you is how do I solve the problem? He's talking about every ex of his past, but not about her. He's hiding something from me. At the beginning of the marriage, he was telling everyone that he was married to me. But now as soon as I started telling someone this, he gets angry. What could happen when I was calling the ex or telling her that he's married? I think it's super immature to even want to consider to call the ex to talk about the ex to bring the ex into it. Yeah, like what what signs other than him not talking about her gives you reason to think that he is right? Like, yeah, she hasn't indicated. Nisa, girl, you haven't indicated at all why you think that he still has something going on with the ex. It's not like you caught him like text messages between them or you caught them like DMing each other. Girl, he just doesn't want to talk about her. Yeah, like, like why talk about it? He, he's married to you. He has committed to you. Yeah. What does it matter? Unless you have signs, of it, unless his patterns has changed, like why are you so focused on her and not the other people that he is comfortable talking about? Right. Like what has happened? What has transpired? To make you think that this ex is the problem. And like the last thing you want to do is reach out to that ex, sis, because if she does want him back, then you are telling her flat out 
that there is um, that the home is in paradise right now and this is an opportunity for her if she so wants it and desires to try to sneak her way back in to be with him. And I think it's a bad thing to call the ex anyway. She could be living her best life, not even thinking about this. And now she's getting a random call from a dude she don't even fuck with no more. I mean, from you, yeah. about a dude she don't even talk to. And just girl, this is bad. think that one through. Because yeah. you call the ex, even if they are talking or not talking, she's going to call your man and tell him that you called her. And unless you have some kind of proof or something to make it like clear why you called her, other than you have the sneaking suspicion... Then you're it's going to look crazy. It's going to continue to cause a divide in your marriage. Yeah. And so instead of focusing on the ex, you should be focusing on what the underlying issue is in your relationship that's causing you to think that there's a, that he's cheating. Right. What was the connection that you initially had to the point where you guys got married and fell in love? Like, that's what you need to be focusing on. Yeah. Not like this ex-girlfriend. She's an ex for a reason, hopefully. I'm, I've never been a, uh, an advocate for... Uh, Going after the person who is the side piece or the right. side, the side nigga or the side chick. Promises at all. You know what I mean? Like don't and don't even go after that person. The person you need to be having a conversation with is your your man or your woman. Right. The person yeah. who actually promised you things. Yeah. yeah. I just think that it's a red flag that you have issues in your marriage. Did so she say she went through his phone? What she said? Nope. She didn't. Oh, okay. She did, she had, she put no indicators as to why she felt. She just says that. Every time she opens this discussion with him, he gets curious mm. and he does not open up like a mature person. But my thing is, if you are constantly, and it sounds like to me, you're probably constantly bringing this bitch up. I would be annoyed if I was him too. Like, why are you focused or so like stuck what's on the my in, ex? What's the infatuation? Are you, are you jealous about something that she has? Or has done. Are you comparing yourself and finding yourself lacking? Exactly. Like, what is it that has you keyed into her the you, way you do? Do you think that he loved her more than what he loves you? Yeah. Did he settle for you? Right. Instead of her? You know what I mean? Like, you, that, that, self-reflect. Those, those are the questions you really need to yeah, be asking. Sure. And it has more to do with you and him versus him and her. Especially if there's no evidence. Yeah, there's no evidence, yeah. girl. That's in your head. And his response to it isn't... Indicative of cheating It's just indicative that This is clearly a sensitive topic for you And it spazzes you out to the point Where you feel like you're going to reach out to the ex I've had an ex Ex's significant other Reach out to me before Mm. And to me all it told me Was that if I wanted that situation back I clearly could get it Yeah. And luckily I didn't And I'm not the one to kind of jump into Between a relationship but it made it real clear to me. And then we I actually called the ex and was like, tell this bitch to stop calling me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we were communicating way more frequently. Like we weren't communicating at all at that before, you know, she reached out to me. And then we were that it gave him a way to communicate with me because I had cut off all communication with him at that point. And so when I had to reach out to him and be like, get your girl to stop messaging with me, then he, you know, he talked about it. And then uh, you know, every two weeks, three weeks or so, I'd get like a hey, how you doing? I hope you're doing okay. Door, yes. open a can of worms open that door for communication that yeah. wasn't even there you yeah. know and so if i was shady or shysty it yeah girl don't do it <laughs> yeah. all right so this one is from princessa 
And she goes, who? Princessa. Okay. She goes, why do some men ask for, quote unquote, a sexy pick? <laughs> Is that a way of letting them know they're after sex? I don't have a lot of dating experience as I was in a very long relationship before. However, I don't know how to read this as disrespectful mm. or if it's a certain way of flirting. So I've not really spent much time with this guy. He's invited me over to his place next week, but then asked for pics when he, we were messaging. Mm. I don't take nudes, so I sent what I would put on social media. He was like, oh, and more? Like, send me just one more, okay? So I did. Still nothing nude, etc. And he didn't say anything back. How am I meant to take that? No response. It's a shame because I like him and wanted to get to know him, but he didn't make a great impression now with mm. this. Uh, I, I think it's, two, it's two, two things here. Because one, he could be trying to get a nude picture, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Right? Like, that's a individual they want to see that want to see your, your fucking body right right so you i think you the way you determine whether that's the case is based on the conversations that you're having what's the actions is he always talking about sex is he always engaging with like wanting to see more and more and that's probably trying to get a get a nude but what you sent what you sent is fine but i also think from another standpoint of this is for me like when I, i've never asked for a sexy pic but i have, I have asked to see another picture or a new picture that I have not seen, mm-hmm. right? A nude picture? No, a new. N e w. No, no, no. No, N e w. New, because if I if I met you on a, a dating app, I see your pictures on your dating it's app. Poor logic. It's poor logic. Because whatever picture she sends you, she could also face tune it too. Video chat, y'all. Video chat is well. The best video chat way. is video chat is the best way. However, I'm just saying like. I want to, most guys want to see something else that's not, we have already seen. And we want to see a full, maybe you didn't have a full body pic. Maybe you didn't send a pic. Guys want to see certain, certain things. That's all I'm saying. Girl, I would definitely think this is red flags. If a guy is asking you specifically for a sexy picture, then chances are he's all about sex. Like if a guy asks to just see a picture of you or a new N.E.W. picture of you, then he just might, he's just showing interest in you. He might be geeking out and crushing on you. But if he's asking specifically for a sexy picture and you guys haven't really hung out or spent a lot of time with each other, then girl, he's trying to fuck. I wouldn't even, for me, I don't even ask for a sexy picture. I want to see, I'm saying, look, let me see that pussy. Let me see that at that point, if I'm asking for a new pick, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah, if I, at that point, if I'm asking for a pick, then I've already had if to I'm come. If I'm asking yeah. for a sexy pick, that's what the the yeah. implication is for a guy. So I would just say, if if, if you are put put off by that, then you should definitely tell him you're put off by that. Like and the thing that hurts us the most is the lack of communication. And I would be also very mindful. Like so, I think she said like the next week they were gonna go over to his, his house. house, girl. If Have he's even gone for, out yet? Yeah, if he's asking for sexy pictures already, like you should not be hanging out at his house. You should be yeah. hanging out in a public place, girl. Demand more, require more from him. Yeah, other if, you, than, if you haven't gone on a couple of days and going over his house, that's a red flag. Yeah, you should, you girl, he's just that. trying to he bust it wide open. Bust it wide open. Bust it wide open. All right, so. This is the last one. This right. is my Anna. She goes, so my boyfriend and I did it for the first time. Did it, did it, did it, Mom, did it. I like when we do it. We used a condom, but the thing is he kept slipping out of me. Mm. And we were getting she frustrated. That, wet, wet. And stopped after five tries because he couldn't keep an erection and Ooh. kept slipping out. Mm. He blames himself for not giving me pleasure and we love each other dearly. Mm. We're both 20 and he just keeps saying, if you want to leave me because of my size. 
eyes. Oh, uh, Lord. So it's not Just that. do it. I tell him I'm never going to leave him for that. Any advice on how he can get a bigger uh, erection or, and how he could stay erected? All right. So I can tell you exactly what's going on. It's not that he have, he does not have erectile dysfunction. Right. He's too young. to. I mean, rare cases can happen. He has a confidence issue. Right. When a man does not have confidence in himself or in his package, in his package we, we can have sexual problems of staying erect. Actually, because it's all in our mind. Right. It's all he's, in the mind. He keeps going back so to So it's all his in head. his mind. Because he, he said, if you want to leave me because of his size, he clearly does not think he's big enough right. for you. So he's slipping out because he can't stay hard. It's, so it's nothing you, you really can do to make it bigger. Like, trust me, there's been tons and tons of research on this. There are a lot of men yeah. who have tried to make their dick bigger. It's just barring surgery, you don't really want to do it. Because surgery, you're basically um, having an inflatable tube inserted into your dick. That, yeah. This is for mostly older men. Right. Um, so, there's nothing you can do other than just um, help build his confidence in in that you're, that you're satisfied. And if you're not satisfied, show him ways that he can potentially satisfy you with toys or whatever. Well, the problem is she is, this was her first time. So she was a virgin before this, which girl. She was a virgin? Yes, girl. I feel so sorry. So she's it's not. Her bo- it's just her boyfriend though. Yeah. They're not married. No. So. So she's not going to, I don't think she's at that age or that place in her life for the experience that yeah. she's going to feel comfortable enough to be like, hey, let's engage in toys and stuff. But mm. I say to say, um, People can be happy with sex without penetration. Mm-hmm, for um, sure. There are other things that he can do to get you where you need to get to. So he needs to, if his focus is on pleasing you, then let his focus be on pleasing you with whatever means that he can do so. I think the more you, you develop intimacy with someone, especially from a man's, man's standpoint, he gets, gets more confident, gets more into it. Um, but it may truly be a case where he isn't big enough. Um it just seems like maybe she got some wet, wet, and he ain't quite decides to stay erect, and so he slips out. Um, you can try different positions. Yes. You know, positions that will benefit the angle of more for you versus him. It's not really, at that point, it's not really about him. It's about you. Yeah. So you just got to research that, unfortunately. That's all. But do you want to do that? Like, that's yeah. so awkward for her, especially if this was her first time and her first person. She's, I mean, it was her first time, though. Yes. And he's slipping. How he's slipping out of her? No, I was like, has she broken her hymen or no? Yeah. Um, like, how is that? She might like have had. She could have been having toys. She could be using toys herself. True. That's could true as well. But it could just be like he's very. He might have a micro penis. I mean, I yeah, know micro. That's that's a hard road to lead, honey. It's that's a, a hard. So, that's road a soft lead. road. And it sucks because. <laughs> 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 At 22, for him to have an erection problem is one it's thing. Not it's not an erection problem. It, yeah. It's one thing if it's small, but for him to not be able to keep it up. When I was in my 20s, I had I struggled with um, keeping keeping it up, but my reason was I was still heavily involved in church, ah. and so I was very torn about having sex. And so, like, even though I wanted to have sex, I was like 22. I had this conviction, like, like I felt like I was being judged. Like you were doing the like I was bad doing, thing. Yeah, and so I couldn't focus. I, I just you would get in your head. Yeah, and so when I couldn't do that, I really and for a long time I was like, damn, what, what, what is wrong with me? Right. You know, but 
I grew up and now I don't have the issue. So. All right, y'all. Good luck. Good luck, Anna. <laughs> that is a lot. That's a yeah. lot for a grown woman who has experience and can figure out other stuff. So that's even more for you. Well, that's some good uh, good ones you chose this week, huh? I appreciate Thanks. that. All right, guys. Let's go ahead into That Sounds About Right. Is that what we doing? That is. All right, Sippers. It's about that time. That sounds it's about right. It's about that time where I play six songs for the table and for you. You have to guess the name of the song or the name of the artist. Typically, L will be going against someone else. As you can see, it's just us two lovely melanated people here today. Hey. So L will be going Melanin against herself. Shopping. So she needs to guess these songs in 60 seconds or less. Mm-hmm. See, I should be doing me. I'm going to do her the same way. All right. But no. So the good news for you, L, is most of these songs today that I have chosen are, are, fa- are fairly new. Oh, are fairly new. That does not help me. That's not good news. But I think they're take me to the two thousand. But I think hey! they're. I think they are fairly easy though. If it, is it up? If you up? <laughs> no, it ain't that. It ain't that. Dang, you stuck. All right, sippers. Here we go. L. This first song came out in twenty twenty one. It is a brand new song. Let's get it. Twenty twenty one. Yes, correct. Everyone knows Drake's voice. Yeah, he's his distinctive voice. So this is Drake's new song that it just came out this week. Well, last week when y'all see this video, it's called "What's Next." Hopefully, hopefully, he has a new album coming out. I've heard there's a new album coming out. I think about. I think it's a new album coming out, and there's only a few artists, hip hop artists, that this day and age that I check for, and Drake is one of them. Are you a Drake fan? Yeah, I like Drake. Drake makes good pop music, and that's exactly what I would term it as: is pop music. You, you don't consider it hip hop? Mm, some of them, like yeah. he has hip hop artists on his songs, but I think, I think he's somewhere hip. between a hip. I think it's hip hop. Hip hop, yeah. Hip pop. Pop. <laughs> All right, next. I'm not bad at it. Yeah. Like, that genre is. He popping. found his niche. Yeah. All right, this song, next song came out in 2021 as well. I think you'll like this one. Drake is feel good music, man. Hmm. Dang. This is actually a really dope song. Scissor? Nope. Vibe though, right? Yeah, Tiana Taylor. No, she sounds similar to Tiana Taylor. She, she sounds like scissors to me. Surprisingly, I give you a hint. She's from Tampa. Um, Seven Street. Correct, Seven Streeter. Seven yeah. Streeter. She's actually from Lakeland, right? Haines City, but Lakeland, yeah. yeah. Which I did not know until I researched this. I'm like six years behind. Yeah, Lakeland went up. When they realized she was popping, because ain't nobody from Lakeland. Nope. So this song is called Guilty by Seven Streeter. Came out this year recently, but I like this song a lot. Mm-hmm. Right? It's a whole. So it features uh, Chris Brown as well. Mm-hmm. All right. So this next song. So you back in two for she two. Has a very SZA vibe. She does. This next song came out in 2020. 
Is it Bryson Teller? Because this sounds, this intro no. sounds like him or um, Brent Fayez. Nope. They always have this little <sighs> pop smoke. I'm like, damn. Good guess. Good it's guess. That, it's, that, it's that ooh. I feel like all pop smoke has that little ooh. You hear the ooh? Yeah. He does that in all his songs. Oh, does he? Mm-hmm. I don't really. I've just now started listening to some of his songs, Pop Smoke. Um, so this is called Enjoy Yourself, Pop Smoke. Um, sadly, Pop Smoke was killed in February of 2020. Um, and thankfully, the murder murderers were caught. Um, they were four teenagers that killed him. With the youngest being 15 years of age, hey. which is pretty sad. So why do we ever find out why? I guess they just wanted to take his money. If they would, he, he was actually in California when he was when he was killed. So Hollywood actually, and so it's unfortunate because um, one a young star, you know, who young was it that got shot in the face? Was that him who got shot in the head? I'm not in sure. The car? I don't know. No, 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 no. That was um, that was somebody else. That was uh, six, not six nine. Um, I ain't gonna I say can't what think I was, was gonna names. say about that. No, it's not. It's, I know you're talking about. It wasn't him. Somebody no. got shot in their head. Now, like, yeah. the tri- while they're driving, it was crazy. Yeah, that was another. Um, California is dangerous. XXX. That was XXX. Yes, XXX. California is dangerous for rappers. <laughs> Apparently, we showing out. Apparently, that day he had posted a, 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 a image of a gift bag on his Instagram, and the Instagram post actually had his address on there, and so we don't know if it was an accident. Someone knocking? Yeah. It's open! Yeah, you can have a seat. Hey, hey. How are you? Oh, that's Jessica. Jessica, that's L. Hi. Um, so, yeah, Pop Smoke. So, yeah, so mm-hmm. uh, it is what it is. But sad to hit. So, you're batting three for three. It's just skills, y'all. Three for just three. Skills. All right, so next song. Next song. Came out and oh, this is gonna be easy. I think you might get all these this, this week. Okay. Next well, week came I'll out in 1995. 1995. Is it Bobby Brown? Because I've been in the. No. Not a chance. This is 95. Huh? This is 95. You said. Yeah, yeah. Is it D'Angelo? Yeah. Tell me. Yes, D'Angelo. it is D'Angelo. Yeah. It is D'Angelo. Mm. This is called Me and Those Dreaming Eyes of Mine. Men who do the falsetto, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I like, you know, he was recently on Versus. Oh, was he? Yeah, but it wasn't really he a Versus, verse. though. He didn't really do anyone. He had kind of just invited his friends that were major songs on it. So, it's not really a Versus battle, you know what I mean? That's why I didn't hear about it. Yeah. Because he didn't go verse nobody. But it was, I heard it was actually good, though. Really? My name's D'Angelo. How can you not be? He's a vibe. I would love to see like a concert with him and Badu and like some of my other favorite old time, like Maxwell, like just a jam. Both are classic people, classic yeah. people. All right. Damn, you're getting all these. I mean, just skills. I chose some easy ones. You don't get this one though. You see me, I eat, sleep, shit, and talk rap. Juvenile? <laughs> yeah. This is, this is his, uh, off his very first album, 400, de- uh, 400 Degrees. Wow. I did not know that I could tell Juvenile's voice. His voice, but yeah. Apparently I can. Yeah, so. What happened to him? He old man now. He, I mean, he still make music, but he had an album come out uh, last year, but he's not really making music like that. But this album, when it came out, though, man, this album was lit. lit. I was like 1999, like when it came out, so. Dang. All right, last one. See if you get this last one. I'm proud of you. 
I made them easy. Yes. I made them all easy for you this week. You're welcome. High five. <laughs> this is Deja Vu. Deja Vu by J. Cole. I do love me some J. Cole. He used to come to Tampa every year. He hasn't for a while, but he used to come every single year. And he would do the smaller venues. Like, he would do strides. I saw him in Tampa, actually. I saw him in Tampa. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, was I saw good. him in Tampa multiple times. He's awesome. All right, y'all. Good job. Sipping. Hopefully, you guessed all those sippers. We appreciate it. What we got next, L? All right, guys, let's done. go into the stuff. What's your ish? Shit. Ooh, I don't want that. All right, so I'll go first. So my ish this week is... Um, I'm about to go off with my ish, just so you know. What do you mean you're about to go off? Mm-hmm, just wait for it. <laughs> oh, Lord. So my ish this week is uh, a new TV show. Okay. Uh, it's called Your Honor. Have you ever heard of it? No. Is it a judge kind of show? I won't call it a judge show. I mean, the, the guy, the main character does play a judge. Okay. Um, did you ever watch Breaking Bad? No. Oh, my gosh. You're killing me. So, the main character in Breaking Bad, um, Brian Cranston's actor, is the main character in this show, Your Honor. Oh, so it's a spinoff. No. He's a whole other okay. separate, separate thing. But he plays a judge, and his son is involved in a hit-and-run accident, mm-hmm. and the person that he hit is a part of a major crime family. And the judge has to make a decision about whether or not he wants to cover this hit and run up or turn his son in. And so he makes a decision. And then I'm only on like episode two, but man, episode one was lit. Ooh. It was lit. You know how some shows take a while to get you going? Yeah. Not this one. That's why I skate. That's, like, that's why Shonda Rhimes is so good because all her, the end gets a little bad, but the beginning, like Scandal, the very first two episodes of Scandal or How to Get Away with Scandal took forever to get into for me. Oh no, I was good at all right, so my ish, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What's my your ish? ish is Married at First Sight. Oh, God. The new season 12. With the black guy? They are in Atlanta. And when I tell you this motherfucker named Chris showed the hell out. Okay. First, he he had a, he has a beautiful wife, right? But she does look like she has a lazy eye. But I have determined it is because she ha- don't know how to put eyelashes on properly. Ladies, if you don't know how to put eyelashes, <laughs> if you don't know how to put eyelashes on, please to God, do not do it. Because you will look like you have a lazy, a lazy eye, right? How you put eyelashes on? Like, it's like Because side, if side you eye. slant them, yes, you will look crazy. And so... He apparently wasn't attracted to her, but had sex with her the first night and the morning to just to wake up, I mean, afterwards to tell her, hey, by the way, I'm not that attracted to you after smashing Mm. twice, Mm. right? Then he had a, he he knew he was signing up for this process and the process is like a two to three month long process. I mean, they're getting arranged marriage Mm. and the experts really do investigate their living, investigate like what's going on. We have to do all these questionnaires. It's intensive. Yet he has a baby on the way from six weeks ago. Wow. So he really really doing So child, it is just He all over the place. It is so good. I can't get into those shows. You know? I can't get into them. It's so good. Well, I like the concept. I'm a sociologist, you know, by um, my learning. And so I love the social aspect of seeing arranged marriages, like a modern day arranged marriage, right? Mm-hmm. You have these four experts, a sociologist, a pastor, a sex and love expert. And I can't remember. I think the fourth one's a psychologist. 
who are all like doing all these tests and going to these people's houses and talking to their family just to figure out who's they can narrow down and actually arrange this marriage. Mm. And the interesting enough is a lot of the marriages last. Hey, I, I know a few people who have gotten married pretty quickly here recently and Hey, whatever works for them. It, you know? it really is crazy. So, you know, it's like that idea of we always talk about a love match versus mm. a range match. And if you look at like places like India where arranged marriages do last a little longer. Right. That arranged marriages are the ones are more popular. Their marriage rates are actually better and higher because you're you're pairing people not necessarily on things like physicality you're pairing them on who they are as a person what their ideals are what's the things that motivate them and um keep them going so it's good i probably won't check it out but okay give it Mm -mm. promise me Mm -mm. just two Mm -mm. episodes no because i'm so far behind on others i haven't watched wandavision yet I haven't. No, I can't add anything else. That's not what I heard. I saw the first episode. It was trash. Think about the first episode. You can't go about the first episode. So, All right, so y'all, y'all check it out, Tipper. That's it. You watch know. it, and then you can check out Chris. your honor first, though. Check you out your honor. You can hate Chris like every single other person in this uh, world who has watched Married at First Sight. All right, do you have a final tip? I did, but I'm gonna save it for the, our next episode. So, All right, as the next episode. My final tip is: if you are gonna sign up for a dating show, don't be fucking messy. <laughs> Womp womp. Because I'm over it. There are literally Facebook groups that are that have been created to talk shit about Chris. I love it. I love to see it. Sippers, share our shit. If you like us, share it. And share don't it. forget to, to buy us a coffee. We'd appreciate buy us a coffee, it, guys. Buy us a coffee. All right, that's All it. All right, guys. If that is done, I'm going to call this tip session done. Holla. Blessings.